1: The BHP Podcast is presented by bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt.
2: The BHP Podcast is proudly presented by Element Outdoors, Cold Steel Knives, HHA Sports, Grind Life Coffee, Skull Hooker, Scott Archery, and Burris Optics.
3: Hey everyone, this is Tim for Bowhunter Planet. Make sure you check out the nude podcast, Respect the Game, wherever you find your podcast.
2: Hey guys, welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast. Myself Dave Thomas tonight, along with Jamie, Tim, and Kevin. And uh our special guest, Ryan Schutz from Bear Archery. Ryan, how are you, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So Ryan, what is new in the world of Bear Archery? I know we've seen some stuff here on our test live show and uh, we've had a great time reviewing the new bows this year. And you know, the biggest thing that stood out for me was obviously the bows are great, but the crossbows this year are, are amazing. Kevin and I have been having a lot of fun like reviewing those bows and we actually have one we're finishing up the video now which I'm trying not to tell too many people about but as it comes out we get this great thing that you know people are seeing this new designs from Bear you know obviously it's only been a few years for the crossbow market for you guys but in that time frame I feel like you guys have come a long way so I guess let's start with what's new at Bear right now. So we have a ton new
4: um, and we're pretty diverse so I mean we have some new stuff in the traditional line, in the youth line, in the compound line, in the crossbow line but I'll start with the crossbows because it's really exciting especially um, they were out early enough that you could turkey hunt with them. I turkey hunted uh, with the one that I would call the Intense which is kind of our price point model and just works so great in a blind. So some of the innovations we did on that is it's very, very narrow. So easy to move in and out of a blind with. Also works really good on any type of like shooting sticks and um, and really anything like that. Also, uh, I even, we didn't get lucky this year, but I tried with my <laughs> eight year old girl, uh, little girl to try to get one. And you know, it makes it really easy for her to be in the blind. The crossbow to be in the blind and me to be in the blind, um, all at the same time because it gets gets a little tight. But when you have something narrow like that, um, it worked really really well for us. Um, so the the not getting the turkey was not not at all the fault of the item. It's <laughs> yeah. Tough when you have little ones in we, there, with you.
0: We know how that goes. <laughs>
2: yeah. This is the bow. It's funny you brought this one up because this is the one we were talking about, yep. and we, me and Kevin, loved this bow. It was literally, for the price point of this bow, it is literally a great deal. I mean, the the different parts of this bow that people are going to see in our video. Obviously, you guys have a lot of content here as well, um, but one of the biggest thing obviously was the um, was the finger protection. I mean, just unbelievable size on this bow.
0: Yeah, if and you're gonna take if you're gonna take an eight year old out and hunt with a crossbow, I think this is the way to go the safety features on this thing are awesome
2: yeah very very cool yeah, yeah the like, way that, like, that
4: that forearm oh, well, really helped that forearm really helped her as well too because it's hard sometimes to reach all the way up so she right. was able to grab a hold right there since she's still you know still growing
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, that's, and
3: like you were saying i mean for for a ground blind or just hunting i'm looking at the stats on this 10 inches wide cock I mean, that's that's impressive. I mean, there's a lot of crossbows on the market that are much wider than that and yeah, uh, 10 inches really isn't. I mean, that's very maneuverable in a, in a really small, con- confined space.
2: Yeah, very cool looking. Yeah, and So this is the video it's coming. <laughs>
4: that's
2: coming. <laughs> that's great. i to allude to it, but this bow is sick.
4: So that's kind of like you know one of our starting price points bows. There's also the intense CD, um, which we just you know it, we take a few features off to get you a really good price point to get into the market. So like at three forty nine at a retail. Um, so we're pretty big. You're gonna hear it a lot. We've did it a lot in our marketing to it. Bear, we're um, Fred Bear really wanted archery for everyone. So you know that's why we have our price points really go from the bottom to the top when you're talking compounds and traditional and we're trying to work that way as well in crossbows so that way everybody can enjoy the outdoors so uh, and we think this one's really packed the constrictors the model above it so you're getting some more speed and it originally was the one I was gonna have Lily use because it's got an adjustable stock which I really like them so you can adjust your trigger pull more than anything, right? But mm-hmm. when we started to shoot, she really took to the Intense a little better than anticipated, so I just stayed with it. Yeah.
3: But yeah, I got to say, though, thing. I mean, you, and you're talking about price point, and 350 and $400 for the Intense is, is an amazing price point for a crossbow for a company like Bear to come out with. Um, but even the Constrictor at $600 for what you're getting with it, that's still a great price point out there in the market. I mean, you got, you got crossbows out there now pushing 17, 18, over $2,000 um, for a crossbow. So even, I mean, even that $600 range is is pretty affordable. I think when you look at the, uh, the overall marketplace out there.
4: Yeah, you're with that. That's very true. So, and we tried to pack a lot of features in this too. Like we have a, you know, that's our true X knock that we're using on there so it's really a full capture knock um, which helps with when you're getting these narrow type crossbows you really want that to grab at the string so you know we put put some different innovations and things like that to help with that accuracy and both of those bows are very accurate as well pretty fun to shoot so i can't wait to see your
2: video yeah it's gonna be fun we we had a great time filming that video it was really really cool but um so like uh we were playing with this uh, last year we love these little things oh yeah, yeah. they're so fun <laughs> <laughs> i brought that up
3: to, i brought that up the hunt camp Thrayer. last year and uh, we just started popping them off and it, it was it was just a good time man it was a great time to just kind of let loose and have a little bit of fun with those desires and there's a there was a new one there's the desire and then you guys came out with the xl this year right yes
4: um i've i love that you guys brought that up so that bow has been really, really good for us, especially lately. I think as people stay home, you know, with uh, the quarantine and everything that's happening, it's it's just fun, right? Once you, I always used to tell people there's certain things that you, you know, shoot a bow or shoot a gun or certain things that just make you smile. You're like, wow, that was very fun to do. This yeah. this little pistol crossbow is one of those things where it's just like, wow, I'll shoot that again. Um, The XL is it's just a version off of our RD or the original desire, but you're able to use it with a stock as well. So the back part of that's adjustable, just with a couple screws, you can move that in and out. So you can push it all the way up and still use it with the crossbow and not even have it touch your shoulder, or even take that back part off and still be able to cock it. Or of course you can then uh, put it up against your shoulder and use a good solid two hands to even just get more steady. And it's a it's a lot faster than people think.
3: Oh yeah, it, you know, that that that's what impressed us about it is it's like okay, 175. Are we really going to hit that? And we did. I mean, it, it was it was pretty impressive to see that thing shoot. That's not something. It's not a toy. Let me put it that way. Yeah, keep in mind, it, it it is it it is definitely something that you got to be careful with. Uh, because it is shooting 175 feet per second. That thing flies the arrow out. Because the bolts aren't long. They're what, eight inches, I think? I think so. Somewhere around there. There's uh, but the, yeah, da- Dave a and I. Had a, desire. Yeah,
4: there's a bolt
3: right there. Yeah, oh yeah, a lot smaller. Yeah. So Dave and I had a little bit of a shoot off uh, with the Desire and the Desire XL. Um, I unfortunately lost um But that
2: just is. Give hey, that money.
3: I'll, I'll give talk. Dave credit for that. But is it is that the one that Bob shot through into the wall, or is that a different?
2: Yes. One? <laughs> yeah, that was me and Bob shoot out the same night. You hit the wall. That was
3: awesome. Well, when
4: we,
1: I we love were, these
2: bows.
4: When we were testing it, I can tell you we lost some of those bolts and targets right away because you're like, oh, I'm man. sure it'll stop it. Yeah, it stops it, and you can't find it at all in some of those bag targets. You definitely gotta pay attention to like a. A thicker yeah. foam target, it really hits hard. It's not a toy.
2: But yeah, it's for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to find the clip. I think, I think it's, it's together right here. too, I gotta say. Actually, is, yeah, this is, is the moment. This is, is, is the pretty moment. Simple.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 this is where he shoots the wall.
2: <laughs> and this is when Kevin eyes Oh, gosh.
3: <laughs> you can see him trying to find Look how the guy. The guy is. He shoots it up above everything. <laughs>
0: oh gosh oh my basement
2: this is user just so everybody knows that's user error yeah Yeah. complete user (laughs) (laughs) definition look at my shot look at my shot right in the turkey heart
3: no no you no you gotta you gotta think this guy this guy is a gun guy right so he 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 knows how to sight stuff in he knows how to hold them he knows how to shoot trigger pull everything and for him to do that was just it was absolutely awesome for us to watch that happen
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that you guys are doing the friendly competition there. That's oh, what that thing's perfect so for. Just kind of backyard, having a good time. I feel yeah, like I that, won ten bucks
2: on this deal. Plus, yeah, I'm you did. The you actually
3: did. I, I paid you ten bucks on that for sure.
2: Yeah, uh, but yeah. Like I really said, sure. I brought it up to
3: uh, to hunt camp, and it was just cool. We, we took it outside, put up some plywood. You know, just had some fun with it, and uh, it was a good time, man. It was a great way to kind of just let loose for a minute.
2: I like the xl like to me i like to have the little stock too. so i can i can aim a little bit better but i actually hit that hard shot without the with the other one the regular desire that's why it was funny and i and i crushed him on it and then he still hit the wall
4: <laughs> and we do that rd model that has the red dot which is nice but um, yeah i forgot about I like that. That the open cool. site quite a bit like what? yeah you guys
2: just simple you know, know? make yeah. it fun all right <clears throat> Let me go back to the uh, website. We can talk about some of the other models. Let's see here.
3: Pause yeah. So this. you mentioned earlier what I, what I wanted to really get to and is the, uh, the youth bow segment. So you got, you got some new stuff there. You were, you were saying, I, I, I would love to get into that for a
4: minute. Yep. So um, there's one of them right there. And then we also have the apprentice as being a new one as well. So Valiant and, no, this ain't the one though, right? And then so. Pranis wear new ones. And um, okay. that's one. So there's really two of them. One's kind of a, what we tried to do is kind of a, a very young, young type model. So like that one we list for there is, are you able to hold it with your off bow? And um, when you're, when you're that type, when you're that age, uh, what we really did this year was try to give it more of a adult feel and look. So that looks very close to some of the geometry that we actually use on like our divergent bow um which is one of my mainline, um a little bit upper end end type bows so definitely make it look more like you know mom and dad's dad's type bow so a little bit more modern is what we were going for with both of those. And, you know, archery, I bet all of us have some custom stuff on our bows for certain colors and feel, right? It's kind of what archery is. So we tried to do a little bit more of that, but what we're really, you know, that way it's easier to step up the bear line, start you with some of those youth bows and then maybe some recreational trad bows and then hopefully into compounds and crossbows or whichever way you like.
3: And you guys have some really nice models out there that are kind of grow with you, right? Like you you have ones that have a really short draw length all the way out to 30 and and the poundage is is extremely adjustable as well, correct?
4: We do. So we have some very, very versatile bows. So the Cruiser G2 um, is one of them. And then uh, new this year was one called the Royale, which is pretty fun to talk about. It has a pretty good... um, it's got it's kind of meant to bridge you into that bigger type bow um some of the bows you're talking about literally go from like seven pounds to 70 pounds from like a 10 inch draw all the way to a 30 inch draw so really any of us on the call could really anybody could shoot some of those bows. but the royale is a little bit lighter in your hand and again we tried to the geometry of those bows um match each other pretty well and I'm talking about Limangle and some some stuff like that. Um but we also offer that in a bunch of fun colors and even that name, you know, kind of from um Royale kind of play off the Battle Royale and Fortnite that if you have kids they probably
2: play I knew it. A lot. <laughs> I, it. I, I, it. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I'm like this has gotta be off Royale like Battle Royale. It's gotta be. Um yeah, the, well, the, the you cruiser do G2 like- though is a great bow. The Kevin shot his first buck with this bow last year, right? Kevin, it was it last year year before? Two years ago. Two years ago. Mm-hmm.
0: I believe, yeah. So, two.
2: so I love that because of
4: course we're hoping that you know the cruiser could get you. I mean, really anybody can shoot the, the cruiser G two. I was just talking about my little girl a little minute ago. Um she shoots she shoots the cruiser g2 she did shoot the royale before that but and like i said i've i've shot the cruiser g2 quite a bit it, it really it fits anybody i mean you don't get the speed of some of the upper embos and some of the draw cycles and some things like that on on our upper embos that of course raise the prices as well but uh i tell still, you what though still works yeah. pretty well
0: at at 20 yards i did a complete pass through on a seven point buck and he only went about 40 yards and dropped so you get plenty plenty of speed
2: (laughs) yeah is this the is this the woodlands pattern
4: um that's the fred bear pattern
2: fred bear pattern i knew i couldn't remember the name of the pattern this is sick beautiful
4: That was great and i can give some insight in that as well so we launched that last year um and let it go across our bow line so, and that is very, very close to what he had originally done um, in the 60s and 70s. We were able to find a pretty untouched piece piece of fabric in our Gainesville factory, and technology is amazing nowadays on scan. You know, back then, they didn't have Pantones and everything else that you make everything match perfectly mm-hmm. to, so we were able to scan it and get everything really to the original. We put some unique things in there there's a the old trad bear just the bear is repeating in the pattern there used to be yeah, a blotch in there that kind of looked like a yeah there used to be a blotch in there that looked like a buffalo i don't think it was on purpose we just all thought it looked like a buffalo so we adjusted a little bit to make it look like a bear um and that pattern is going off very going very very
2: well for us so and, yeah, I know i seen yeah. that pattern. I know we did a bow in that pattern because I remember looking at it thinking, amazing, like the way it looked, the detail. So was mind, with- a,
0: a buddy of mine saw this pattern about uh, two weeks ago, and he mm-hmm. is just, he's like, wow, that's so awesome. Because, you know, anybody that's been around and remembers Fred, Fred Bear, and, you know, a lot of us started out, my first bow was a bear, and, you know, everybody remembers the,
2: that pattern. Yeah. That pattern's sweet. Honestly, this is, uh, and that Royale is awesome too, by the way. I, I did it with my son, actually this video and it was, he did such a great job. This bow, he shoots this bow today because he did such a good job with it. I was just blown away by how easily it fit him and how easy it was for me as a parent to adjust it on my own. And that was a big deal. You know, having that capability is a big deal. Well, one
4: of the things that we did on that bow was, uh, My computer switched screens on me a little bit, but uh, one of the things we did on that bow was we did add the poundage on that. We we're talking about versatility in the bows. The model we had before would tap out at 45 pounds and we were able to adjust some limbs and change some things to be able to get that bow to get 50 pounds. So it can even live longer with your, more than likely your, your kiddo will outgrow the size, the axle to axle of that bow before they outgrow the poundage.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. The one thing I I mean, personally, there's a lot of things I love about bear archery, but one of the biggest things is obviously the history of Fred Bear and all that. That's amazing, right? That part alone. But the other thing is that the versatility and the price points you guys have put in place has really outshined, I think, the industry as a whole. Like when you look at bear archery, there is a bow for everybody. And the price points are not crazy. They're not absurd. They're not the, the most expensive bow you guys have today is the Perception, and that bow is amazing. Like, people like, oh, Bear doesn't make a bow like that. Bull crap. That's what I say. Because if, if they haven't shot that bow, they don't understand. That bow is literally – when I think of that bow, I think Bear Archery's engineer said, listen, guys, we can build a bow that's that much money too, and here it is. If that's what you want, here it is, right? And that bow is unbelievable, unbelievable
4: and i would say you're very right and we kind of tried to tell that story in the name right perception so we get the perception lots of times that we just you know build a very very great value bow and we we do we try very hard to like i said before that was a very important to Fred and we're trying to make sure that we um, continue on his legacy but we can also build the best of the best stuff as well um, so the perception's a great bow that it's pretty fun to shoot a lot of people don't think either that you can hunt with a shoot through riser bow but it's just pattern once you get used to threading your arrow through there it's just like anything else you you know to not get your broadheads close to the string or anything like that. I know I didn't have any problems this deer season with it. And it's also nice knowing that arrow's in there. So if you spot and stock muleys or anything like that, you're extremely secure. Yeah.
1: That's for and sure. the,
4: one fun thing that we really like to talk about on technology that we launched this year is we came out with that uh, new echo cam or EKO cam. And it's a higher let-off cam. We've had lots of people want Bear to, to get into the higher let-off game, and we think we did a really good job of getting there, um, really quickly, and giving you something a lot of people don't. So right on that cam, I was actually shooting it earlier today. You can adjust it from, from you know, if you want really high let-off, like ninety percent let-off, eighty-five, 80, and seventy-five percent let-off. So you. You can pick. I've always liked higher let-off bows myself personally, um, but everybody likes it a little bit, a little bit different. So I have my bow set at ninety right now. I also one thing that I like that we do on our bows is on the divergent and the status. You can you know the bow itself stops with a cable stop, but we also include with all the with those two particular models, a a draw or a limb stop. And if, if you really, really want a solid, solid back wall, you put that limb stop, and that's currently how I'm shooting the status, and I really like the feel of it with that 90% let off and then that extremely hard back wall. Have you guys shot and tested these as well? Then,
2: yes, yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> that that cam system to me is literally, uh, you know, one of the best has ever been made. You guys kick, you guys really hit it out of the park, honestly. When it comes to to bows, I mean that like th- this cam has been, in my mind, one of the best ones you guys have ever done. I mean, just <laughs> and that makes sense to me why the diversion has it and the status, right? That made sense to me then when I saw the cam and I <clears throat> we started playing with it, and I, I agree with you 100. percent Like in my mind, like everybody's different, like you said, and and but for me and for uh, some of the guys on our team, comfort is number one. So I, I've always I put agree. comfort over speed. And people want to say all this stuff about speed, but the truth is, in my opinion, 300 feet per second is an amazing number with a hunting rig and a hunting arrow. And, you know, most of the bows are getting that, you know, and and if you can get that with having this comfort luxury of 90% and, you know, shooting 60 pounds or something crazy, right, that is amazing to me. So all in all, I think it's, it's genius for you guys to have done that. And I also think it really goes to show the engineering capabilities of bear archery just to be able to have that option for you as a consumer to buy a bow to go in and be able to have that adjustment, right? at Your fingertips. I mean, come on, like that's, <laughs> that doesn't work that way. People, I'm telling you like that. Yep. You would never be able to do that. You have to buy a bow, a specific brand and you have to, you know, to get a specific let off, you'd have to purchase a specific brand. And that cam is not changing again from that point.
3: Yeah. We, we, and we've talked about there for a long time on, on our shows and, you know, one, one of the things is that we, we've we come to realize is that you guys are always upping your game in what you're doing. You guys have been around for a really long time. I think we've seen, we've been around, what, almost 11 years now. And we've seen, you know, the last five, six, seven years, you guys have really stepped up the game in regards to the bows that you're putting out there, but not not just the technology side of it. The price points that you guys are hitting for people to really get that bow and have it be affordable is, is I think bar none to like what we see elsewhere in the industry.
2: Yeah, no, I agree, Tim, because the thing is, is that with bear, the price point hasn't changed a lot. And I feel like the technology has starting back from the carnage, right? You go back years back. Yeah. And the design started getting aggressive and like really sick looking. And it was really cool. I'm like, oh my God, what is Bear doing? I mean, we've been doing, we've been covering every bow in the industry and Bear is just like literally coming out, you know, guns a blazing, let's do this. You know, we're Bear Archer. we're going to do it. That's the feeling I got. And sure enough, all the way up to this point. And not only did you guys do that, but you also held to a price points that in my opinion, everybody else is past that. They're hundreds of yeah. dollars more now you know like a standard bow is just 12 1300 bucks standard you know i mean so i feel like bear's the only one who's been saying nope you know we're gonna hold to this we're gonna design something that's affordable that people can go into the store and get and and guess what we're also gonna offer you guys other options so if you can't afford the best number one bow we're gonna do the divergent and we're gonna do the the cruiser i mean there's options that people can go in and buy i mean i'm assuming that was a strategy you guys put in place on purpose
4: it was there was a lot of talk on that with you know when you're designing a new cam there's a lot of engineering and work that goes into that right and you you value it very very high so we have our legend series bows which are kind of our best of the best on the compound side which we knew that cam was going to go into that and as we got to developing it only made sense that it also went into our main line of bows um so to your point, you could be able to get into a bow at like that $699 divergent EKO price point, as well as the status, which is right around that $1,000 price point. And there's a lot of differences in the risers and everything else that we do on those those two particular bows. But if you wanted to get the, we really see the EKO cam as another way to customize the bow to fit you is how we look at it. So all bows, of course, you can adjust your draw length and your draw weight and now we've just given you the option to adjust your let off as well. Uh, we feel deeply that comfort is probably one of the most important things in the shot, and when you're hunting more than anything, and to try it at 75 and you don't like it, then try it at 80 or 85 and really feel where it's comfortable for you. That's what we want the end user to be able to do.
3: Yeah. So I wanted to change the topic just a little bit because i what what i I've heard more and more over the last probably two or three years is traditional archery. There's a lot of people from from at least what I've heard getting back into the traditional archery side of things, and you guys have been a staple through that through that side from back from whenever I can remember. How has that actually been going? Is my perception right in that? have you seen more people getting back into traditional?
4: Um, we have, we've, we were I kind of like to think of it as three different ways to do archery. Um, so, you know, we're great if you want to do crossbows, we're great if you want to do compound, and, uh, obviously we're great if you want to do traditional, and I think everybody at different times in their lives wants that different type of, uh, really that different type of challenge, um. I'm one of those, I'm lucky enough to be able to, you know, work with all our bows, but I I can tell you this year in the turkey blind, I mean, there was multiple times where I carried my compound and my crossbow, because I was convinced in my mind I was going to shoot a double on one of these trips, um, and I was going to do it with two different bows, Um, and I actually was lucky enough, I shot, a turkey came in, got one with the crossbow, and then about 10, 15 minutes later, you know, it happens sometimes. Another Tom came in and I was able to get him with the compound bow. And in Uh my perfect mind, I would be able to do that with the traditional bow. And traditional is super fun, but that's um, I need some more confidence. I won't lie to anybody there. I did chase him a little bit with it, but I love the idea of people being able to hunt with all three of them so I think there's a lot I think you're you're right there's a lot more of people wanting to do traditional and as of the last few months there's a lot more time and traditional just traditional demands time to get very efficient at it where um, we want you to practice with all the bows best you can but you know there's a lot of engineering that goes in those compound bows and crossbows once you get those dialed in and kind of feel with your form that they can do a lot for you. Now you still need to practice with them, but traditional is not that way. You need to practice, or at least for me, it doesn't naturally yeah. come
3: that way. No, no, and that's a great point. And and I would love to, I would love to be able to shoot a traditional, but you're right. I don't have time to practice it. That's I, I I for if you don't know, I'm I'm a crossbow guy, and I'm a crossbow guy by nature because I stay busy during the week. My job is pretty, my day job is pretty intense in regards to the amount of time that it has. So for me to go out there and grab a crossbow and be able to just pick it up site it in have it ready to go is a really huge benefit to me
2: yeah yeah i, yep. I think it's genius I, I i you know traditional to me is like a big deal and i agree with tim's statement um that you know have that but i use crossbow as a different method so for me um i would love to do traditional but i just uh, can't i don't i don't feel like i hunt a place that i see enough deer to where i feel like i would have no problem like launching a traditional bow arrow at a deer but that's just me but yeah, um, i want to do a
3: spot and stock turkey with the traditional that's what i want
2: good luck with that That's um, on the <laughs>
3: well, it no <laughs> yeah it's pretty rough with the compound i don't know
2: <laughs> do with the yeah i was gonna say dude that'd be even worse i think a doe would be easier i think if you just got in a spot that you you know you could make sure a doe was coming in it'd probably be easier honestly yeah um I see Bob.
0: I see Bob's on here. Bob shoots a lot of traditional. Bob, have you ever taken have, an animal with one? So, Bob's mic's muted, and this
3: is going to take 10 minutes from him. I
2: got oh. this story, guys. I had to mute it because you just came on and he was trying to undo his stuff. All right, Bob, you're good. Nah, nah. I hit unmute. <laughs> oh, there, there you go,
1: Bob. Go. There we go. Sorry, go ahead. No, I've never harvested an animal with the traditional bow. I do a lot of 3D.
2: You're good with it, man. You are. I was really going to say, if it. anybody could do it, Bob could do it. Yeah,
3: Bob can do it for sure. It
1: it is it, like he was saying. It does take a lot of practice, you know, and it's totally different than shooting a compound bow. It, it I find it more fun to shoot the traditional bow because it goes back to the the way that I I learned how to shoot when I was a kid, and a lot of it has to do with instinctive shooting, you know. When you get confident with a traditional bow, uh, a recurve, a longbow, stick bow, any 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 type of bow in in that that lineup, it it helps to have the confidence. It, that's a big part of it is the confidence. And of course, you're not going to go out and you're not going to shoot anything at you know 50, 60 yards with traditional setup my 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 basic limit is 20 25 yards 30 yards tops with traditional
2: i think that's what i think that's that should be the challenge for you and kevin this year kevin you should help bob get a deer with a traditional hunt video that would yeah. be sick that would be if anybody can hit it it's going to be bob i can tell you right now
3: <laughs> Here, kevin yeah that would be
2: great
0: <laughs> not going to happen great idea though Maybe I'll
2: be the one to shoot it. Maybe I'll do it. Listen, i have no I have no I have full confidence in Bob. I watch Bob do thumping, stumping, whatever you call it, 20 yards every time, hit the middle of the, yeah. the, the thing. So I have no yeah. doubt in my mind Bob will make the shot count. But we just gotta get him in position. That's all. i so um, we- right. I'm gonna shift gears. I'm gonna I would shift gears. Say-
4: We did launch something very exciting on the traditional side, and Bob might already know about it, but um, our takedown is one of the, you know, it's the iconic bow that Fred's in most of the pictures with. Um, So this year was the 50th anniversary of it. So at the beginning of this year, actually just after ATA, we launched the 50th anniversary takedown riser. and we do have information on our website and stuff for it. So, uh, it's not just our, we didn't just take the old traditional riser and put 50th anniversary on it. We actually took the original handle mold, um, which is just a little bit different than what we did before. And those, uh, i like I said. I dabble in traditional. I very, very much like to do it, but it gives you a complete different grip, and uh, that's went over very, very well for us this year. And it's the 50th, so it's you know we're only making it available this year. Uh, so, Bob, the, pull out
2: your checkbook. I, I, I did. Che-
1: you know, I I did shoot an event where one of the dealers was there, and he did have that mm-hmm. bow, and it 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 was a sweet looking bow. You know, beautiful, beautiful job on the bow. Thank you.
2: Well, your checkbook, Bob. We'll get that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. I want to shift. that gears. Could be the one
0: you take the deer with.
2: Yeah, maybe. I like
4: I my
1: deer grizzly. My grizzly does the job.
4: A grizzly is a great bow. Yeah. It's the workhorse yeah. of the line.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm gonna um, shift gears to Trophy Ridge. So let's talk a little bit about the accessories, Ryan. So I know you guys, you know, you work with. You have I shouldn't say you work with. You guys own a lot of different companies in this industry. Um, Trophy Ridge, I mean, man, this this new rest you guys are working with here, the Whisker Biscuit uh, V Max Aero Rest. So what's the deal with this thing? This thing is looks awesome. I mean, it really looks really good. So what we try? It's <laughs> it's hard to play off the Whisker Biscuit, right? The
4: Whisker Biscuit's almost like the Kleenex of the industry when it comes to um, capture rests. It really is, everybody's got one. Um, So what we tried to do, and there's a lot of engineering that was involved in this, is give you all the benefits of what the Whisper Biscuit could do, you know, with the full capture, you didn't, once you put your arrow in that circle, you just kind of forgot about it, worried about the shot and everything else that was happening. The V biscuit gives you all that same comfort, but the way that that sits in there, there's even less friction on the arrow. So as a, you know, as you're drawing, there's less contact also because, um, you know, it was a half U before. Now it's a triangle or a V is what we used it, what we called it, called it, and uh, it just helps you. Uh, we've seen a lot of benefits especially with like some um, and then of testing you know how does it hold up with the speed and everything like that so uh it's it's definitely elevated the whisker biscuit if you like to do whisker biscuit or add one this is worth
2: the upgrade this guy there you go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this guy too whisker biscuits my favorite man it's like the easiest best most reliable rest i've ever used oh you got a you get a
3: 1400 hundred dollar bowl what kind of site what kind of restaurant on there, whisker
2: biscuit yeah no doubt about
0: it's it. a it's a favorite bowl it's a favorite rest for uh Test lab, that's for sure. Well, oh, that's what yeah. I was telling
2: Ryan earlier. I said, you know, Jack always sends us some whiskers to so you no. Know, <laughs> Cause we use the crap out of <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, on every video. <laughs> it's so easy to put on and set up for us. I mean, literally it's the fastest process we have. Plus, to be honest, like I, I hunt with a lot of different bows and I, you know, this is my go-to. Like I put this on every bow as I'm setting it up and shooting yeah. and dialing in and to be honest, you know, I find it extremely easy to use. And that's why I was interested in the new one to see to understand what's going to happen with this one. Uh, But you know, the original is obviously no joke. I mean, it's been so reliable. I've shot deer, I put this, I put this rest on a bow, like let's say right now, and then tomorrow I went and shot a deer. I mean, that's literally how amazing to me this rest has been over the years.
4: Well, I love how you said you. It's kind of the go-to because a lot of us, you know, do some bow tacking and stuff when you're putting together bows. And um, if I have a problem with an bow, like usually, and it's not with the whisker biscuit, somebody wanted a drop away or something. Usually, it's the first thing I change. I feel I just trust it so much to to get make sure everything else is tuned with the cams and all the other things. So it's definitely a staple. I have been shooting. Um, well, quite a few of these. I've shoot the Vmax quite a bit. I like the adjustability. The mic, you know, we we're just talking. I like to be able to micro tune and adjust and shoot through paper, so mm-hmm. that allows you to do that pretty, pretty easily.
2: So, what's the? Um, I guess what the question I have is, um, what is the? Um, so a lot of people will make comments to us when we use these for speed tests. They'll say, Oh, you're gonna lose feet per second because of that. What do you guys what's your guys' comment on that? I guess is is, is it a will you lose anything? Is it a couple of feet per second? Like what what's your thoughts on that? If we see anything, it's a couple feet per second.
4: But you know, like most things, it's not as simple as yeah, you're gonna lose um two to three feet per second. It depends on the arrow you're gonna use. Are you using, you know? Uh, I would say like a metal, like a full metal jacket or carbon, all of that matters. Also the veins that you're going to use, use matter. I mean, all that as it goes to, um, so you usually don't, um, we'll see too much. And then as, I mean, I, I, I do work with all our engineers, we design bows. So we're very picky on speed and stuff. And I can tell you there's a lot other things people do to their bows to lose speed than the rest without even knowing
2: right Mm -hmm. yeah it's good to know yeah that's so good so what else is going on trophy ridge anything else you want to talk about
4: um the the stabilizers are very
2: exciting to us
4: oh we think so hitman or hitman stabilizers or something that we just introduced
2: yeah Um, that was
3: interesting looking
2: this is the one we did a video on kevin did it remember it's uh it comes right off like literally pops off it's amazing it's awesome So,
4: and I love that you hit on the quick disconnect because, so it comes right, the value on these things are amazing is what I, so that's what you get for So of course you can pick your length so um whether you're talking of perception i like to shoot a 12 inch on my perception but um everybody has their preference but for that price you're getting a quick uh quick disconnect on there that you can see right um at the end of that stabilizer so one twist and it comes off the bow but your connection by device stays on the bow Plus you're getting weights that come with that bow so you can, or bow with that stabilizer so you can customize it at the end. Plus you get rings that customize the color and you get a wrist sling. I mean, the, how this thing compares, and of course it's, you know, it's carbon and all the other great things that it does, you know, stabilizes the shot. I'm kind of excited about all the other features, but it's a great stabilizer (laughs) as well
2: we I mean, you're not the first one to talk about it, though we for other people have talked about this rest uh, i'm sorry this stabilizer and have brought it up over the years i shouldn't say years last year people in our, our actually i'm just i feel like this just came up to him the other day in one of our podcasts some guy was it did guy yeah, yeah. It
0: we,
3: we were talking about the other the video
2: yeah i think i pulled up the video i was gonna say before we went today i just want to say the divergent was one of my favorite bows this year uh the eko one sick sick bow and um uh, I love the size of this bow and the price. Everything about this bow to me is like literally an amazing, amazing machine. But um, all right, sorry, <laughs> I was gonna put in here. No, you can talk up. about the
4: bows all you want.
2: Oh, that thing! Yeah, man, that thing was great. Yeah, I remember this because this, this is what Kevin took it off. It was so easy. I was like, oh my gosh! I'm like, look at this. It's this just incredible how fast. I was like, this is. Yeah, that's. You're not uh, gonna find
0: it's so nice to be able to get it in and out of your bow case especially
4: if you like those longer lengths like you know a six inch is going to fit in most bow cases pretty easily but like i was just saying there's certain bows i like to use a 12 inch or and then even um that quick we do that quick disconnect on those kits as well so we do a kit so you can just buy like if you wanted a six inch and an eight inch so you can have an offset but what we do that a lot of other um, competitors don't is we give you two brackets then so you can quick disconnect the front or the back um, so you can easily transport it either way because once you start to use those offsets it's a little harder to get into the case makes
3: a lot of sense
4: yeah amazing and then the only other thing I would really maybe two other things but that I like to talk about on Trophy Ridge and I'm I'd imagine you guys have done a video on them, but our quivers with the lights on them—we yes. always get—we <laughs> yes. still get. Favorite. There you go. We still get a lot of comments on, "Oh, I didn't know you did a quiver with the lights on it." Like, yeah, it's, we're the yes, the we do things,
3: for years. Yeah, it's the smallest things, but yeah, for sure. I mean, that that's one of the coolest
0: things about them. For absolutely. I tell you what, I I use it coming out of the when I come out at night instead of using a flashlight, I use my quiver light. So we hear that a lot. I'm a I'm a big avid turkey hunter
4: and if you're gonna hunt early in a blind, it makes it so nice. Uh, lots of times in the blind, I'll just turn the underhood that one yep. to give me enough so I can, you know, see where my hands are moving and get an arrow out and on and everything. And, you know, you're in the blind so you're trying to be dark as possible and lots of times we set yeah. up, you know, 50 <laughs> yards away I love it because it's
2: green too. That's awesome. <laughs> I think I, think, road that road really, road
3: I road. think that really highlights your guys's thought process though is that it really is the little things that really puts you guys above a lot of a lot of other stuff that we see in the market. It's it, having a light in your quiver like how many times have I clicked the flashlight on to be able to look and see because I run a quiver and I'll have maybe one or two different broadheads in it right And so I got to click my flashlight on to see which one am I pulling out? you know it's it's the stupid stuff like that that like this solves that issue for me.
2: yeah this is incredible in fact just look at it guys i mean come on <laughs> it looks awesome
0: yeah it does this is like yeah, one, batter, the coolest looking quivers cool. ever yeah. made it and that's literally one of the
4: so awesome we love the look in the bracket that you can see on there as well is it really allows you to get it you can i can you can get it so close to your bow that your arrows can touch touch or rest depending on wow. your setup. So of course I'm shooting bare. So um, I have it so close on my status EKO at the moment that I had to move it off there a little bit. So you can get it really tight up onto the bow, which is the, you know, everybody has their preference. Uh, the other thing I love that you comment on the look, we made those lights look so integrated and sleek. That's why I wanted to bring it up because a lot of people don't know they're there because we didn't make it bulky or noticeable
1: right yeah.
0: even the little loop to hang it like when i get yeah. out of my tree stand I, I got a hook up there and i hang that thing you know a lot of times with other quivers you're looking for okay where do i hook this thing to you know you to know, but that thing is great
2: yeah it's really the, cool man really cool and the
0: but other
1: feature go ahead. No, go ahead no no go ahead go ahead. Finish no,
4: the other feature that we kind of have on trophy ridge is a little bit like that is just our react technology line of sights, which i know you guys have talked about them before oh yeah but it's one of those mm. features it's great when you're sighting in a bow we were talking a little bit about how fast crossbows can set up right that's yeah. what i love about the react sites is that it allows you to set up a bow extremely fast especially if you you have some experience but what the a five-pin React Pro, which is just kind of a simple site, five pins, um, it allows you to quickly set up, if you set your uh, React technology, you sight in at 20 yards, and then you, then you, then what you would do is then it starts to gang adjust the pins at 30 yards. And then once you have your 20-yard and 30-yard pin adjusted, your 40, 50, 60 automatically adjust to the speed of the bow and are mathematically in the right spot so then all you have to do is shoot at 40 to see that everything's working right so it allows you to sight in your bow from you know 20 to 60 um in fractions of the time that you would a traditional sight where you got to do your 20 yard pin your 30 or 40 or 50.
2: Yeah I I tell people about that all the time I've done it probably three or four times it's so easy and so quick Yeah, that's amazing. Now, you know, quick question. When it comes to engineering and all the stuff you guys work on, as far as the thing about it, that's not complicated, but seems complicated, right? Is that you have bear archery, you got bear crossbows, you got, um, trophy Ridge, Fletcher archery, rocket, sick broadheads, Cajun archery. So when we look at all those brands, is that all under one house the engineering or these, some of these separate? Um, Nope. Um, we, it,
4: it's all under one house and it's worked really really well for us we have some great engineers great end users um so they all kind of feed off each other and you know some of the things we've talked about you know you don't really realize how great it is to have a light in your quiver unless you're hunting and you're like man i can't tell what broadband i'm pulling out of my quiver or um was that you know if it's an expandable i can tell you one of the things i use it for a lot is you know, we all have walks in sometimes and did my expandable open or did it not? And that quick light tells you that so you never have to second guess it. Um, So first you have to come up with the idea and then not just coming up with it. Then the engineers are like, well, yeah, you can't just throw any light in there. It's got to be a light deer can't see, which is why we did green. And you want something that's, you don't want a heavy battery in there, but you want something that's going to last a while in case you leave it on. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a there's a, there's a lot of problem solving in almost everything we do. And we have. So great engineers. Do you
2: find that. yourself using, now this is a hard question, but do you find yourself using rocket or sick? <laughs> Me myself. <Yeah. laughs>
4: I, I like sick a lot. So I use sick, but I like a big, large cutting diameter. Um, so rocket has great broadheads too. Um, but I, I use the, Turkey, it's really, really good. I like the offset blade. Also do quite a bit of spot and stock. So uh, I really like what we've done on SK2 where you can quickly look and see if, you know, I've never had a clip come open. So I'm a little superstitious. So hopefully that doesn't change anything in the future. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, So as you're spotting and stocking, you know that it's gonna, It's going to be there, and it's very visible, hence the red, so you can look and know that that thing is closed, and then um, it's always nice to be able to have something really sleek, and um, I'm a big believer in paper tuning, so uh, sick just paper tunes and flies so well for me.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, they're both great. That's why I asked. It just got to be hard when you work there and you have both options, right? at Your fingertips. Um, so I want to end on one thing real quick here is Cajun archery because now is such a great time to go out boat fishing, right? And Cajun has been a staple in the boat fishing market. So I guess what can you tell us about Cajun right now? Like what do you guys got going or What can someone go buy right now to get themselves outside and, and, and trying to shoot some carp? Um. So on
4: Cajun obviously we uh, we offer straight packages so all you have to do is go and you could buy um one of the newer ones we offer is called the shore runner and it comes complete ready to go so you would get an arrow point uh reel the bow so literally you can buy the one item and go out go out fishing bow fishing right off the bat so that's always a great option um we offer that with our our bottle reel we also offer a kit with with uh, your normal like spin cast type reel so that way you could whichever your preference I like I like the bottle reel but when you're getting into some of those bigger fish you know uh, the spin cast option is is great and then I'd, we also offer we talked about some traditional stuff so like the fish stick, fish stick pro, so we offer that traditional side. What we also offer too in Cajun that I like is we, we want you to bow fish no matter what. Like just go out, bow fish, have fun. So we sell all the reels separately and everything like that. Um, I'm sure we all remember it used to, didn't seem that long ago, 10, 15 years, you didn't see a lot of bows specifically made for bow fishing with the continuous draw like we do on ours. and um, made for comfort and to shoot fast so you just always used to buy a reel or something and put on your old bow or bow from a couple years ago we still offer all those options if someone wants to to do something that way even like we were talking like on the cruiser g2 in my bear line there's a mod mod that comes with that bow that can turn that bow into a continuous draw so a fishing reel and rest on there you could turn that into a bow fishing bow
2: i just want the shirt these are great yeah, we appreciate
0: that <laughs>
2: we think they that's look cool, cool. <laughs> so cool i want now i want to wear a shirt and go bow fishing that's what i want to do. let's do it <laughs> this sounds fun oh it's, my God. it'd be it's
4: it's really good social distancing right now
2: yeah this is amazing so fun all right, Ryan, thanks so much for joining us on the BHP podcast. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, there's so many different brands um, with Bear, you know, with Trophy Ridge, Bear, Cajun, Sick, Rocket. I mean, and then also Fletcher. We didn't even talk about that today. But, yeah, there's so much out there for you guys, and it's it's an amazing thing. And, uh, I, you know, I'll put some of the links on the on below on the video so you guys can go and check them out yourself. But I think now is the time, especially for Cajun, to get out and, and yeah. you know try something new you know Just try something different and have some fun and, and get yourself outside especially now because let's be honest there's there's nothing hunting right now so you're good and then honestly if you if you guys have not shot a bear your bow you're really missing out if you're if you're realistically only picking a bow because of a brand you are missing out dramatically in this sense especially in crossbow and compound Um, and so i would just recommend especially shooting all their bows and and, uh, you know like i said my favorite's divergent i think it's an amazing bow great price and um really can't go wrong with it i mean kevin would you agree oh yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) and and don't 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 forget too about the youth side of it because getting people into the industry is such a huge thing for us huge thing for everybody right we we have all these talks all the time about how the hunting population is decreasing and you want to get kids into it well bear is the brand for that because bear has a huge line of not only just getting kids into it but bows that can grow up with them over the years so i think it's it's just such an amazing brand to be able to bring kids into it and really create the tradition just like fred bear wanted
2: absolutely so ryan thanks man appreciate you joining us and uh We'll be in touch and we'll still try to get some more stuff, another interview with you guys soon. So it'll be a lot of fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for everything.
3: Thanks so much for listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.